Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show, sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. In a word, it's chaos. You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed. Where a town turns into a city and a weekend becomes a lifetime of memory. It's a tradition like no other. What a wild finish. NASCAR Playoffs Weekend at Talladega Super Speedway, October 1st and 2nd. Wallace, the winner at Talladega. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. All right, race fans. Let's get rowdy. The next 60 minutes will be two men talking one thing and one thing only, racing. From the third tracks of the Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona and Talladega, no race is too big or small for this duo. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our hosts, Rowdy Maglite and Kyle Magda. This is the Rowdy Maglite Show. All right, guys. It's Friday night edition. Just got through qualifying. Kyle, what's your look on uh, qualifying today from your aspect? Well, uh, Richard Childress Racing is fast at the super speedways. No surprise there. Uh, not surprised Kyle Busch Motorsports truck got the pole for the truck race. So, uh, yeah, uh, we got qualifying in today. Uh, I know there was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uncertainty about it, but uh, we got it in today, and, um, you know, the weather's turned out really nice down there. Tonight's the National Open Preliminary Night at Williams Grove, so, uh, yeah, got a lot to look forward to, you know. Uh, not sure if Larson's there or not, um, but uh, we'll have to uh, figure out and see what's going on here. Well, Kyle, it is a wonderful night here at Talladega. I just got through watching the rodeo going on. It's uh, still going on. They had a great crowd, and the bulls are mad. So a little in, uh, little entertainment for people on Friday night here on the boulevard. The boulevard is full. We had qualifying today. And what about uh, John Hunter, man? John Hunter has done really well. Um, you know, running the Ford truck, I know he almost won the race last year. So, uh, yeah, accomplished motorsport, looked good in the single truck runs. And, uh, yeah, um, rather disappointed to see uh, the 04 Corey Roper withdraw. I figured that was, that was I figured he had a legitimate chance of winning that race. So, uh, but other than that, um, you know, it uh, should be a good race tomorrow, the doubleheader. Cup qualifying at 10:30 Eastern, 9:30 AM Central on USA Network. So, uh, 12:30 PM tomorrow FS1 for the Chevy Silverado 250, and then the Sparks 300 at 4 PM, 3 PM Central on USA Network. So that's kind of what we got tomorrow, and I'll keep you all posted and updated with the uh, PA Dirt because the National Open's going on. Well, let's let's listen. To, we got a little six-minute interview with uh, John Hunter here. All right, everyone, now we're joined by our poll winner for tomorrow's race for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, John Hunter-Namachek, driver of the number four Toyota for Kyle Busch Motorsports. 
why don't you go ahead and tell us about your lap? <laughs> uh, exciting day, getting to run two laps. Um, it was a really good lap. Uh, it's just a testament to all the guys back at the shop um, at KBM working really hard to try and advance all three KBM Toyota Tundras uh, through the playoffs to get to the final four, one owners, two driver to go try and win a championship. Um, I think it, it shows also that there's no lack there. I think that there's questions that have been asked of team morale and um, how things are going at the shop with the news that has been said. And uh, everyone's still working hard. We have three races that we're going to go out and try and win and go try and get a championship. Um, everyone's in the same boat. All right, if you have a question, raise your hand and we'll get a mic to you. We'll go right up here to the front. Stephen Toronto, CBS Sports. Uh, John, your, your dad was supposed to be entered in the Xfinity race today. Uh, they decided not to bring that car because the weather forecast was kind of iffy, and lo and behold, there's not a cloud in the sky today. Is he, uh, is he a little irritated about that, and how antsy is he to get back behind the wheel? Uh, not sure. Um, honestly, I haven't talked to him about it. Um, I've been focused on my stuff here recently and trying to advance through this uh, playoff round, and about it. Um, heck, I, I found out that he was coming when he withdrew, so um, didn't even know that. Gotcha. And on the, on the subject of the truck series, can you talk a little bit about how to drive defensively at Talladega? Because obviously you were coming to the checkered flag, uh, probably going to win this race last year, and you just kind of got knocked out of the way. Is there anything that you've learned since then about how to maybe defend against that, or is it just kind of try what you can, but ultimately be at the mercy of the guy behind you? Don't get turned. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, go away. Try and try and get away from them so that you don't get turned. Um, I mean, I've watched the replay of that race from last year multiple times. Um, I get more aggravated every time I watch it. But uh, all in all, um, it was a good learning day. Added a lot of stuff to my notebook. So um, hopefully we can be in the same situation tomorrow, just one three spots better. Thanks, John. Thanks. Do we have any other questions? We'll go in the back. Justin? Yeah, Justin Schuler kicking the tires. John, this is a much different year for you. Um, obviously, you won five races last year. Now it's kind of weird to say you've only won two so far, and you're just a few points above the cut line. So with Talladega being such a wild card, are you going to have to like be aggressive, run up front, get those stage points? Or are you going to stay in back, let everybody wreck? How are you approaching this race? <laughs> I think that there's two options here. You can either be aggressive and control what you can control, or you can go right around and control what you can control. So um, I think the moral of the story is control what you can control, and the outcome is the outcome. Um, you can push. You can do everything to try and get stage points. Um, stage points with stage racing is very, very valuable at this point. Um, with our points position, it would be a really good day to maximize stage points and finishing position. But a lot of the time that that happens, you end up getting caught up in some sort of mess and ruins your day. So you have to survive first. Um, so it's a very tricky situation to be in. Um, last year we were in a lot different spots, so not exactly sure uh, how I'm going to attack it, but um, at least sitting on the pole and having a good starting spot is a really good place for us. So if we can stay out front and lead every lap, I'm 100% okay with that too. Do we have any other questions? We'll go to Zach. Zach Albert, NASCAR.com. John Hunter, uh, real quick, just if you can humor me, and we'll skip ahead a few weeks. Um, yep. Looking looking towards Homestead, um, you know, for years that track uh, 
settled the championship and, and this year with where they've placed it on schedule um, will determine the championship for for you guys what do you feel like that you know that kind of complexion of a race will be and um, it just for years has been known as a driver's track and and what what do you expect from there with that placement in the playoffs I'm really excited to go back to Homestead uh, for a multitude of reasons. Um, Homestead is a very special place for myself, my family, my last name, uh, and who I'm named after. So um, very special in that regard, as well as um, our race will be at noon Eastern, which is awesome. Hottest part of the day, slickest racetrack, slip and slide around. Um, I, I feel like Homestead in the past, when we've run at night, um, a lot of guys excel running the bottom, and I don't think that you'll see that this year. Um, you might have one or two that get their truck set up to be able to do that, but um, I think his experience is going to outweigh a lot when you when you go to Homestead. It is a driver's racetrack, and if you don't have lot, laps around it, it's very hard to, to figure out in a very short period of time with only 20 minutes of practice and go straight into qualifying. Um, there's not much time to learn on one set of tires. So um, I've always enjoyed running there. I've always enjoyed running the fence there um, and have had some really good runs there. So personally, I'm looking forward to it. And then to your, to your point, Homestead used to be the finale, right, the championship race, and now to be the cutoff for our final four going to Phoenix is a huge ordeal, I, I think, in itself. Um, I think it would be cool to kind of continue to rotate that um, for the championship race and then have the championship race be the final four cutoff. That, that sounds like a pretty cool idea to me. Any final questions? All right. Thank you, and good luck tomorrow. Thank you, guys. All right, now, uh, John Hunter. Uh, grabbed the pole quick and held, held on to it for a while and carried it through, man. Looks like it's going to be uh, a good day for John Hunter. So, uh, faster they cleared the track, it was time for uh, Xfinity to do their thing and uh, got to witness and be part of them rolling the cars out. Jesse Aouzi, uh Josh Williams, I mean, I just, you can just go on. Uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt, all those guys come following through there, headed to pit road for qualifying, and, man, guy's been on fire all year, Kyle. Uh, Austin Hill sitting on, uh, on the pole for Xfinity, and let's uh, listen right. to Good him. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this Friday here at Talladega Super Speedway. We're going to kick off the weekend with a media availability here by Austin Hill. Austin, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate you spending some time with us. Before we get started with questions, do you mind just to tell us a little bit about what you like about Talladega? <laughs> well, I mean, I I feel like we've been really good on the Super Speedways this year, so, you know, that's one good thing going into this weekend that I'm excited about is the speed that we've we've had. We've ran up front a lot, and I feel like Really, all the super speedways that we went went to, Daytona, Talladega, you know, even the two Atlanta races, we've either, you know, we've led laps and had a shot at winning all of them. And 
you know, earlier in the year here at Talladega, we led a lot of laps, felt like we kind of dominated the race for the most part, and uh, had a shot at winning, unfortunately got taken out on a restart, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this weekend, the, you know, the only thing about Talladega is there's so many unknowns, so many uncertainties, so um, biggest thing for us is going to be to get through uh, the first two stages, try to get as many stage points as we can, and see what happens uh, in that final, third and final stage, try to go get another win. All right. Well, now open for questions. If you have a question, raise your hand. We'll get a mic to you. We'll start in the back with Justin. Justin Schuler kicking the tires. Uh, Austin, when I asked you last week, you said that your key here was just going aggressive. Um, now that we're here, is that still the plan? Yeah, I mean, I, I've i tried a, a few different ways, running super speedways. When I first started uh, speedway racing, you know, I would – always be that guy that rode around the back you know just try to stay out of trouble make it to the end of the race and then start trying to get up front towards the end and always seemed to get in a wreck or just couldn't get up front in time when it got down to the end of the race so uh, over the last few seasons I've just kind of switched roles to where I'm just very aggressive I'm going to try to stay up front try to lead all the laps I can I want to be the one controlling the race and any runs that I get, if I'm not in the lead, I'm going to take them. And if they don't work out for me, then I have a fast enough Bennett Chevy Camaro that I'm going to be able to drive back up to the front, I feel like. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm staying aggressive all race long tomorrow. Hopefully we get a good qualifying effort uh, today. And obviously that will that'll help uh, with, with the situation. If we sit on the pole or qualify inside the top five, that just kind of makes our life a little bit easier when we go green tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, but, I mean, the biggest thing is stay aggressive, try to get as many stage points in stage one and two, and uh, stage three, if we do get caught in a wreck, hopefully we have enough stage points during the first two stages that, uh, you know, we don't have to fall back on too many points. Okay, additional questions? All right, we'll come up from to Steven. Right here. Thank you. Steven Toronto, CBS Sports. Austin, there's been a lot of talk in the uh, cup garage about the the body of the next-gen car and how it might be too rigid or doesn't give enough in a crash. Now, uh, this is the first year that the cup cars have been using a composite material for their bodies like the Xfinity cars, but the Xfinity cars really haven't had uh, any issue with those bodies. Having driven a cup car at Michigan and obviously being full-time in the series, can you explain what the difference is between the cup and Xfinity bodies and why... Uh, the Xfinity bodies may be giving a little more than the cup cars? Well, I mean, I I didn't wreck at Michigan, so I didn't get to feel the impact of wrecking a cup car. Um, so, I, you know, I, I don't don't really know what the impact feels like versus in, a, in an Xfinity car. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing that, you know, a lot of the cup drivers have been saying from everything I've been reading is, it's not really the – I don't think it's really, like, necessarily, you know, all the body or anything. I think it's something to do with the, the chassis being shorter in the rear or something like that, and it's just it's just not given for whatever reason. I I don't really know the, the, the exact issue that's going on or anything like that, but I feel like, you know, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, those type of guys, they've been preaching about it, and a lot of other guys have been preaching about it. So, um yeah, I'm on the Xfinity side, and the wrecks that I've been having, uh, I've been safe, haven't had any issues, and hopefully it stays that way on the Xfinity side. You were talking uh, 
the question before this about your experience in super speedway racing your first win came at daytona in 2019 the truck series was that the eureka moment for you or was there another point where you kind of figured this style of racing out i felt like in 2018 i was starting to figure it out pretty well and when I was running in 2018, I think I was with uh, I was with Young's Motorsports in the Zero Two truck, and I remember coming to I think it was Talladega, and I was like, man, I'm just I'm just gonna go for it. Like I'm I'm not riding around, even if we're middle of three wide or something. I'm just gonna go for it and try to run up front all day long and see what we can do. And we had a really good race. We ran up front all day long, and um, I think on a restart, I ended up getting called for a penalty or something on a restart, um, going below the line or something like that. So, uh, kind of ruined our day, but from then on, I was just like, man, that was way easier. Just be aggressive and take all the runs that you can get. And, uh, you know, the one thing that I don't really study it a whole lot, but it just seems like I kind of understand the way the, the draft and stuff works pretty well. And, uh, I, I kind of feel like I have a very good understanding of knowing when to take runs or not not to take runs. Uh, and that's something that during, like, stage one I do. Uh, you'll see me, you know, during stage one, if I'm not up front, I'm trying a lot of just probably weird stuff that most people won't try. You know, a lot of guys just stay in line and, and just try to get to the end of the first stage. And I very rarely will be sitting there riding behind somebody. I'm, I'm trying to make stuff happen, you know, if uh, – Let's say the top lane gets formed in, formed up going. I'm probably one of the only guys on the bottom. They're going to be by myself just trying to make it work, uh, you know, and side drafting guys and trying to pull them back and get back in line in front of them and then, you know, get another run and side draft them again and try to get back in line. So I'm never just sitting still unless, I, unless I'm leading. That's the only time that I'm kind of just sitting still and, and finally where I'm at. But if I'm not leading the race, I'm just very aggressive. And uh, I think that started back in 2018. Thanks, Austin. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Chris, did you have a question? Go ahead. First night catch on. Uh, Austin, is it safe to assume that you'll be back with RCR next year, or you have yet to figure out your plans? It's not a 100% done deal yet. Um, still need to work a few little minor details out, but uh, it, it's it's starting to look better. Um, there for a little while, I was looking a little scarce. I didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but starting to look better. The biggest thing is we're just trying to firm up some stuff with – the sponsorship side of things and things like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd love to stay with RCR. So hopefully here in the next little bit um, we get it all kind of nailed down and done and, uh, I, you know, I get to run with, with RCR another another year because I feel like we've had a really, really good rookie season. And, um, you know, I can I can only imagine what next year could possibly be like if we keep this group together. Yeah, man. All right, good. DustinLobinoJSC.com. Austin, 30 points above the cut line. I know these two races coming up can be wild, but how safe do you feel to advance to the round of eight? I, I don't – with it being Talladega this weekend, I don't think you can ever feel safe. I think that, that that's one reason why – I mean, you're probably going to see a few. I, I would think guys that are in the playoffs probably drop back at the start of the race and try to just make it to the end, and I just don't like rolling like that. So – I feel like you can either wreck leading the race or you can wreck running 30th. So I'd rather at least be trying to make put on a show and run up front and at least, you know, be talked about a little bit uh, while we're up there trying to make it work. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I biggest thing for me is I'm not really going to look at the point side of it. That's one thing that I felt like in 2019, the first time I ever 
did the playoff format is I stressed way too much about playoffs this year. I until you said that I was 30 points above the Clet line, I knew that I knew that I had gained a lot from Texas, but I didn't know the exact number. So I'm not really thinking about points. I'm just thinking about each race in front of me and winning each race out there. And I feel like this weekend, if we can stay out of all the wrecks and you know make it to the end, miss the big one, I think that we have a, a really solid shot at, w- at winning this weekend. Thank you. Anyway. All right. Any final questions? All right. Austin, thanks so much for spending some time with us. Thanks.
Rowdy, my luck hasn't been the greatest right. either, but I've been trying to make it to the racetrack when I can. Um, talked to Buddy Kofoy today. He's running the National Open this weekend, so no shock there. Um, 75000 to win, Rowdy. I'm not sure if Larson's at Williams Grove or not tonight. Uh, the preliminary night, 10000 to the winner. And then uh, weather permitting tomorrow, the uh, the 60th National Open. So uh, hopefully uh, we can get that in tomorrow night. And uh, just got to see what happens here. You know, the posse versus the outlaw is a pretty big rivalry. And, um, yeah, it's going to be like that now for the next few weeks. Well, Kyle, all I can do is tell everybody, hey, kind of follow us. We may put something together tomorrow afternoon after all this is over. Hey, this is not this is not easy, guys. You people who, I mean, I'll be able to tell you how many miles I walk yet tomorrow when we get because my iPhone keeps up with it, and it has been a busy day today. Hey, listen, from having to go, I went out to the, what what all I did today, uh, went out on the, to Midway and uh, checked out what was out there and seen my, my good friend out there, a couple of my good friends out there that kind of haul some of this stuff all over the country and uh, are usually at every race. I'll see, I'll see both of them at uh, Homestead, when we make Homestead, when I get down there with Tom. But uh, after that, it's come back and uh, walk through the garage. You know, Kyle, Jeffrey Earnhardt's made it. You know, they they decided to bring that car back out. You know, it was, I think, it's, we talked about it, wasn't he scratched off the list? Fearing the rain. It was but rowdy, but I'm not sure if he found it right or not. Well, he come back. He's got. He's caught. I mean, he got the car in the show. So. Well, Kyle, what you yeah, got the Everly Gay Century? Yeah. Yeah, Rowdy. I don't. I don't really know what the the policy is after withdrawing from a race and trying to re enter a race, I don't know what the policy is, so can't really help you there. Yeah. Kyle, what you got to close us out tonight, my man? Well, Rowdy, hopefully you had a great day at the track. Uh, glad the weather's cooperated at Talladega. Um, a lot of these streams, at least the Go or Go Home teams, were thinking it was going to rain in the Truck Series and Xfinity Series, and it didn't. So, uh, got qualifying in today, uh, Full day of on-track activity tomorrow, 10.30 a.m. Eastern, 9.30 a.m. Central. Uh, cup qualifying for the uh, Yellowwood 500. That's live on USA. Uh, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Central. It's a little early, Rowdy. Uh, the Chevy Silverado 250 for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Uh, another playoff race. Uh, Time Majeski's already won Bristol, and he's into the championship four. So we'll see what happens when the checkered flag falls there. And then we have the second part of the doubleheader. On Saturday, the Sparks 300 for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. So, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. You can listen to everything on the, also on the Motor Racing Network. 
uh, either on the website or on one of the local affiliates or SiriusXM Channel 90. So uh, that's kind of what what I got going on. Uh, no racing for me this weekend, at least that I know of. Uh, like I said, Bloomsburg Fair last night, which was really well, went very well. And uh, no, I didn't get to see Dino, unfortunately. I did hear him, but I didn't get to see him. But uh, good to be there. Good to be back. Uh, the fair is back and bigger than it was. So my first time at the fair in nine years. And, you know, good to go on the RowdyMagLight.com page. Uh, check the photos out. I got about 59 shots from that, that race in the pits from the Legends cars and the four cylinders. So check it out, uh, RowdyMagLight.com. Uh, follow us on the Facebook page. Uh, follow Rowdy and me on Twitter. And uh, follow Rowdy on TikTok. I know he likes to do that a lot. So, uh, you know, so that's kind of the social media outlets. That's what we got. So hopefully uh, hopefully you have a good weekend, Rowdy, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking again tomorrow night. Man, Kyle, I tell you, it is uh, it's that dream weekend that everybody talks about having, you know, when you're here in the, when it's been rainy and kind of tough. There goes a uh, Earnhardt, looks like a Mike Skinner in, in the no, number three car, wasn't it? Or the truck. Hey, Mike Skinner ran good in the three truck, and when he had the, the, the GM's good wrench colors. Well, right there went the, the lookalike, and his what had the flag behind it as they rode by. Guys, thanks to everybody at Talladega Super Speedway for making all this happen. It's going to be a wonderful weekend. A lot of happy folks already. All the cattle go home unharmed, and uh, everybody had fun tonight. Tomorrow night's free concert and the boulevard. Hey, check out Red 38. Take a nation. The Dip Jar Bar. All the people down through there, guys. Check them out. A lot of good times. Thanks, Rowdy. You know that. You know that light shining tonight. In a word, it's chaos. You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed. Where a town turns into a city and a weekend becomes a lifetime of memory. It's a tradition like no other. What a wild finish. NASCAR Playoffs Weekend at Talladega Super Speedway, October 1st and 2nd. Wallace, the winner at Talladega. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. <clears throat> At the floor of Bamble Lounge A northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the south Driven down from Boston He left five feet of snow Takes after those white sugar strands to the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air Here as force rose through the roof Spread in the message of his undisputed truth like an old-time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said this is the promised land, it's one the heart of takes in me. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones, if you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows, 
side curves of a southern girl in those Talladega nights. Alabama gang from Hewittown, a Rocket City ride. Tradition like no other. NASCAR Playoff Weekend at Talladega Super Speedway, October 1st and 2nd. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com.